Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hour two of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, live from the Minnesota State Fair, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. Thank you to Chanhassen Dinner Theaters for sponsoring our stage. We're on Underwood, just south of Randall. Uh, thank you to Health Partners, Park Nicollet, for sponsoring the Lactation Station, where you could come by and just, you know, change your baby's diaper. You don't have to do it. You know, on, yeah. a, on a park bench, you could do it in privacy. Yeah, and you could just get off your feet, you know. It's... There's rocking chairs in there. We've got diapers for you. We've got uh, bottled water, all sorts of stuff. Thank you. Um, how do you feel you do change in a diaper? Pretty good. It's like a, it's yeah. very much a muscle memory thing. There are times when I've changed so many, and I'll even be like, what is the front part again? Oh, I need the long things to go in the back. Okay. I like, might just be like, I don't know how tight you can go. Yeah. But I think it's like, I, this is going to sound kind of sexist, maybe. But it just seems like it's something that comes as second nature to women. Wow. You I just kind of know. Uh, is this what it's like to get kenned right now? Am I getting kenned? Uh, you're kenned. Unbelievable. Um, but anyway... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd prefer not to change a pooping diaper if I could get away with that. Yeah, so, so true. And they're okay for a, for a little bit, although they're very messy at the beginning. And so that's when you can have blowouts, you know, nothing ruined today. But then today. we start getting over a year. Yeah, then they're doing adult deuces, and it's like, okay, <laughs> all right, what if we... Uh, but yeah, we're moving out of diapers. We're moving out. Oh, Our final guy is potty trained. We're just doing diapers at night. Um, this morning, I had a very close call. Yeah, you did. We have shuttles. Uh, we have shuttles that take us from Hubbard Broadcasting out here to the fair. And they leave at 8 o'clock and 8.30. They leave at 9 o'clock and 9.30. It's always at 0 and then 30 from uh, our uh, studio. And then they bring us out here. And then to go back, they leave at 15 and 45. And they do not wait they don't, for anybody, <laughs> typically. They don't wait for anybody because they, uh, they go on... The minute because they, they have people who need to they have deadlines they have shows to broadcast they have reports they need to file you know it's very much for people who are working although families go on and stuff like that anyway this morning what go figure um, I looked down at my GPS and it says uh, 35 minutes to get into work which is like a nice easy breezy day and I'm like well, this is gonna be great and then so I go you know trim up the neck a little bit thanks for noticing Donna yeah, put the great. finishing touches on everything and then I'm like whoa this is not 35 minutes. The, the, the commute time just kept going up and going up and going up. And then my GPS, I pull it up, and I start uh, using my little Apple CarPlay texting to Donna. And I'm talking to her saying, hey, 
It shows 828 right now. This is going to be a really close call. Then it went down to 823. Then it went up to 831. And then it goes to 832. And then it goes back to 829. I thought, I don't know what's going to happen. Donna was a little bit ahead of me. The traffic has been so not great for most of our run here. Anyway... I then am really pushing it. I finally get onto 94. The 35 to 94 connection is just always backed up. I get onto 94. I'm not a fast driver. I'm a pretty tame driver, but I felt like I was moving. I felt a little bit like Vin Diesel. Hey, from Fast and Furious. I was like, I'm, I'm him right now. I'm driving. And then this is what really saved my bacon. I exit university. And I see two green lights. The, you know what I'm talking about, D-Bone? Uh, nope. All right, let's, let's come back here. Yep. We exit university. Yep. Two green lights. You know yep. what I'm talking about? There's two lights in a row. And if, you could, if they're both green, you're flying to work. And if they're both red, if you ca- you, it, can, it can make or break. It could add like four minutes suddenly yes. if it goes poorly. Both are green. I go through them all. You know, I'm up on two wheels, make it on a university, cut through a neighbor parking lot. Meanwhile, wait a second, Steve, I'm on the phone with Steve and he's going, create a diversion, grab your chest, clutch your chest. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, he can hear you, by the way, because I had him on speakerphone. I so wish that- you would always say you're on speaker. I always, always say assume that. you're on speaker. I just said, do something that would be believable. You know, clutch your chest, go down. <laughs> this is it. And then, so then we get there. I would like to think that I got onto the bus when it still said 830. It hadn't ticked to 831 yet. I was looking at my phone as I was coming over. But it may have ta- uh, gone into 831. If you want to see what it looked like through Donna's very blurry lens on her phone. <laughs> I know. I don't know why it's like that. It's just You can go. It's up on my talk's Instagram page right now. The moment of me pulling into the parking lot and getting onto the bus is uh, is all documented there. But that was a stressful beginning to the morning that I did not care for. Sorry, Steve. Thank you, Donna. Plan better. Donna. What? Be a teammate. All right, sorry. Um, let's talk a little music news, shall we? It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. <laughs> and Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is The Beat. I saw something. No, I didn't see something. I heard something over the weekend. Okay. And I was driving by myself, and I heard the song Funky Cold Medina. <laughs> okay? And I'm listening to this song, and I'm like, Mm-mm-mm. I'm like, Mm-mm. what? What? What is he saying? Not Have you ever listened to the words? I don't know what I'm song gonna, you're I'm talking not, about. I don't, I, I, not Medina. Funky Cold Medina. What's that? Is that Tone Loke? Tone Loke, yes. Tone Loke? You don't know Funky Cold Medina? I know Tone Loke. I don't know Funky Cold Medina. It's the other one. The other song he has that's a hit. Okay, so yeah. he's, he's got two. What's the other one? What's the... Uh, Wild Thing, right? Or no? Yeah. Wild Bound. Thing. Bound. Yeah. So that's probably yeah. bad, too. Probably. So I start listening to the lyrics, and I'm like, this is not okay. Why is this radio station playing this song? You know how we talk about the Baby It's Cold Outside song yes. and how they change... Okay. So this is like 2.0. All right? Okay. You seeing the lyrics? I'm looking at them right now. It's basically about drugging a woman Whoa. for the purpose of, let's say, Bill Cosby intentions. Okay. Okay? I mean, in the end, the woman, you know, wins, but Whoa. the... <laughs> 
There's dogs involved at one point. There's a dog involved, oh yes, because a dog accidentally gets into yeah. the, 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 the cold Medina. Want me to read that part? Sure. So I gave some to my dog when he began to beg. Then he licked his bowl and he looked at me and did the wild thing on my leg. Yeah. Yeah. What does he mean by wild thing? What do you think? How oh, I have kids. Yes. Ermagerd. Ermagerd. Yeah, I'm like, why, why are we still playing this song? It's, it's basically about roofing people. Oh, my gosh. Is that how you say it? Listen, roofing. Donna, roofing. I, I appreciate you saying something. I, that's, remember when Chris Rock did his bit and he said, what was the name of his, his stand-up special on Netflix? Was, was Selective Outrage. Yes. This is why so much of the, this is why I think that the cancel culture People got sick of it because it felt, not to say that there weren't people who did things that there ought to be appropriate repercussions for. I'm not suggesting those shouldn't be around, but it was, and Chris Rock, you know, does this topic much funnier than I, but you would see people with this flamed up righteous indignation about that person needs to go because of this. But then if you like, we're comparing two songs here, Baby It's Cold Outside versus this. You know, it's like yeah. you don't see the outcry for this, right. but it's like, oh, Dean Martin, he's, this guy's just trying to hoodwink people. When they even came out and said, here's what a bunch of those lyrics would have meant back in the day when they were written. It's just a very selective thing, see, and it rubs me weird. There's a part of me that's like, okay, this is art. Art doesn't mean, hey, everyone, go out and do this. It's storytelling, right? Sure. So there are stories about murders and, you know, movies and, and TV shows. Nobody's mm -hmm. saying, hey, go do... They're just laying out a story for you i guess you know of course art is protected right sure. for the most part from censorship mm -hmm. and i get that but i just i guess i never really realized the lyrics to that song and i was like what kids yeah. are singing along to this song it's really disturbing that is all i rest my case and oh, I bid wow. you. Oh, there's a plot twist in the adieu. middle of that too. I'm <laughs> yeah. just reading. There's a yeah, real yeah, plot yeah. twist. I mean, it comes like full circle, but. Well, I don't know if I would put it that way. Yeah, there was a real plot twist. You can read the lyrics at your own leisure. Yeah. Uh, Funky cold Medina tone loke. Thank you. Good night. Oh, hey, I saw a fun list. We like our list. We like our list. It was of the the top recurring SNL characters of all time. It actually ranked 30 of them. I narrowed it down to 10 for us. So we'll rattle through that. It's a, it's a lot of fun, a little nostalgic look back at SNL's glory days. That when we come back, Don and Steve on my talk. Here for Profile Plan, a nutritional weight loss program with nine Minnesota locations. They've got four in the Twin Cities. Uh, in fact, I ran into my friend Lee Volsvik last week. Last week. I said last week. Uh, last week after a meeting with my coach, Rachel, I was leaving... Uh, Lee was coming in. Lee lost about 30 pounds on the program and uh, still meets with her coach, you know, with professional coaches, delicious foods developed by doctors based on the latest nutrition science and state-of-the-art technology. Profile Plan will help you succeed. They're helping me. I'm doing it slowly. I didn't get, you know, gain the weight overnight. I'm not going to lose it overnight. Uh, and when you hit a bump in the road, you will. Rachel talks me off the ledge. And uh, it's really great that I'm being able uh, to stick to the program while being out here at the Minnesota State Fair. If you're ready to lose the weight, visit ProfilePlan.com slash Twin Cities. Tell them Donna Valentine sent you for a special discount. ProfilePlan.com. Hey, guys. 
Welcome back. Donna and Steve live at the Minnesota State Fair on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. You should come out and see us. We are on Underwood, just south of Randall, where uh, we used to call it Machinery Hill. It's uh, we're right across from the Ford dealership, and uh, we got nice shady areas. Oh, hey, Steve, uh, for you to hang out with us. Mike is out here, our big Zamboni, who cleans up our messes after us. He honks all the time, and he's honking out here. And then at 11.30, uh, we love playing our games, which we're about to do uh, in about 10 minutes. But also at 11, we'll do the College of Pop Culture Knowledge at 10.30. At 11.30, we're doing an on-location edition of Cover Story, which is a really fun game that we have. DJ Rock Lobster will be here. And uh, the three of us become contestants <laughs> mm. on that. Don, it's a fun game. Just because you've never, ever won the game, maybe this is it. Maybe you need the fair mojo and you're about to win. Maybe. I think it's sometimes the genre of artists, like the era, era. from which they are coming that doesn't land in my wheelhouse. Sure. Yeah, you you do well on in that game if you, like Mike learned. Yeah. You need to be able to tell the difference between Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, and Tony Bennett, and it's better if you can add Nat King Cole and uh, and Bing Crosby to that. If you can distinguish those voices, and Sammy Davis, uh, Louis Armstrong, Joe Cocker, and Michael Bolton are very confusing as well. Uh, Dionne Warwick is in there a lot. You clearly have never listened to a John Mayer song because you have <laughs> voted. You you've said John Mayer on vo- like. John Mayer and Josh Groban are very almost interchangeable for you. That's a bad <laughs> sign. That's a bad sign. All right. Well, uh, I suck at it, and that's okay. You can't be good at everything, and that's what makes the world go round. Donna, thank you as always for Thank you just... for picking up the slack. Absolutely, Donna. This has been really fun. You're like my best friend. Let's cool it with that. All right. I have a list. He has a list. Let's make a list. <laughs> that's been a... It's been a while since I heard that. I didn't know we still had we got that. It. Oh, that's fun. Um, there was a list on ultimateclassicrock.com. Strangely, a kind of fun website because they put out some random. They're not all about classic rock. They 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 do all the things. Anyway, they uh, we're talking about what are the best recurring characters of all time on Saturday Night Live. Recurring. Recurring. As in regular or re- or occasional. We're doing this already. I, I just feel like it's recurring. I just want to know if recurring means regular or if recurring means occasional. <sighs> Look, it would be like this. You're <laughs> watching Saturday Night Live, and then maybe a couple slash several times a season. Church lady. They pop up. Yeah, okay. Excuse us, guys. No, listen. Don't make this. This is not I just want to know list. what you're talking about. Cause- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I want to start guessing and you I can't should guess unless I have a definition when I of said what the it is word you're recurring. saying. Fine. Number like, seven. is it like a cameo-type recurring? <laughs> no, or? because if it was a cameo, it's then a I would have said the best cameo uh, uh, appearances on SNL. Okay. Is it like OnlyFans? 
So it's not cameo. anything like okay. OnlyFans. Right, so now it. we're getting confused. Cameo is where you got go it. for... Okay. okay. Sorry, I blew up. Number 10 on the list. Maybe this will help it all make sense as we can sort of untangle what is trigonometry for Donna. Hans and Franz. Okay. Got it. <laughs> got it now? Yeah. Don't like them. What are you talking about? You don't like them. So They're dumb. so great. No. Is that the... I want to pump you up. Yes, pump God, you up. And they were like Austrian. They were making fun of Arnold Schwarzenegger, essentially. And you have uh, Kevin Nealon and Dana Carvey. And they're wearing muscle suits underneath gray sweatsuits. Yes. Sweat <laughs> and uh, they have their brown weightlifting belts on. Come on, that was great, Donna. Okay. Uh, maybe in the. You know, it's so funny you say that because Jane Curtin, who was on the original Saturday Night Live with yeah. Chevy Chase. She went back and watched some of her stuff. She goes, I didn't laugh once. She gave her daughter a DVD or whatever, and they watched it as a family, and she was like, wow, we were not funny. Did you say Chevy Chase? I think I said Chevy Chase. Okay. Struck from the record. That's okay. Erwin Mainway. Do you remember Erwin Mainway? No. Look at this character. This was played by Dan Aykroyd, and he looks just like a, a sleazy kind of guy. He's got big glasses on. He's rocking a mustache, an oversized suit jacket, and he's just a slimy guy. Like Irwin, sales guy kind of. Yes. And uh, with this, and I'm not familiar with this character, but Erwin Mainway, who was the president of Mainway Toys, um, would basically defend his company's products in these segments, regardless of how dangerous they, they were. For instance, take bag o glass. <laughs> he said, yeah, it's broken glass. It sells very well, you know? The average kid, he picks broken glass up anywhere. The beach, the street, garbage cans, parking lots all over the place in a big city. We're just packaging what the kids want. Erwin Mainway, are you familiar with that? That's funny. I am not. How about Roseanne? Rosanna Dana. That was a classic. That came in at number seven, a Gilda Radner famous character. Yes. Uh, that was at number seven. At number six was Buckwheat. Played by Fantastic. Eddie Murphy. Um, he, is, he was essentially taking Buckwheat, the character from The Little Rascals, and what would be happening to him as an adult actor. Right. How would he be navigating through right. you know, different roles and auditions, etc. Cetera, uh, et cetera. Uh, number five was Church Lady. That's what right. you had mentioned. Did you like Church Lady? I did like Church Lady. What else you got? How about Garth and Wayne? Wayne and Garth. <laughs> Wayne's World yeah, started as a cute. sketch. It's cute. Gosh. It's cute. I know it started as a sketch. I was just saying for the audience, Donna. Who maybe thinks it was just a movie? Some people might think Wayne's World was just a movie. You know, everybody didn't Wayne's live your World. exact life. Wayne's World. Yeah, look, everybody out here is as old as I am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number three was Matt Foley. Who's oh. Matt Foley, Donna? What's the best. Van the Down best. by the River. That's right. Played by Chris, Chris Farley. Farley. Eddie Murphy made the list again for SNL's best recurring characters of all time. Uh, Kill as, my landlord. As Mr. Robinson. Yes. Uh, the, the rough around the edges alter take on Mr. Rogers, who liked the sketch, by the way. Oh, cute. And went and, and met Eddie Murphy and said, like, hey, love it. And they, they shared a hug. And by the way, he when he came back to Saturday Night Live after... I don't know, decades, he brought the character back. And people loved it. Uh, number one ended up being the Blues Brothers. You okay. Yeah, you had the, uh, the oh, we got a little we got a little applause out there. The Fest Drunk Brothers, the uh, two wild and crazy guys. Oh, they were fun. They were fun. I'm trying to see where... Steve Martin. The, super, the Chicago Bills super fans. Uh, the Bears. Bears. Uh, Mr. Bill, the Coneheads. Not seeing where... Uh, Gumby, of course. Oh, I'm Gumby, damn it. 
trying to find where uh, the cheerleaders, I don't even know if they made the top 30. The Spartan cheerleaders? Oh, they were great. They were so great. So good. Anyway, Mary uh, fun list. Gallagher? How did that not make I know. At least mm. not the top 25. Wow. We're going to play a game when we come back. You can play along. It's called the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. If you'd like to play, you can call in from the fairgrounds or from home. 651-641-1071. Game time next. Hey, hey, friends. What's up? Stevie Boy, four of my buddies at the Canopy Group. They are There are so many discounts. To be had out here at the Minnesota State Fair, right? You love coming and getting a deal. Some big ticket items are out here. People try to score a deal. Might I remind you uh, that you can get your insurance on a stick, so to speak. You can save year-round, not just when you're here at the Minnesota State Fair. The Canopy Group, they save people money all the time. And what's really cool from talking with their team, they really take pride in doing it. They love calling you and saying, guess what? Here's the coverage we got. Yes, it's better than what you had. And here's how much money you save. They take pride. That's the competition that they have in that office, which is like, guess how much I save them? Guess how much I save them? Uh, on, on average, new customers save $817 to be exact, but that's just the average. Some people save well above that. And yes, it comes with better coverage. You need options in order to save money, and the Canopy Group has options. Check them out today at thecanopygroup.com. Your mama, I call you bluff, oh the boy, welcome back everybody. Thank you for listening. It is Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Shout out to Gavin, by the way. Reportedly yes. our biggest fan. Listen, he made a sign. That's what the sign said, and so I'm <laughs> believing that. I believe you make a sign, you say you're the biggest fan, I say you're the biggest fan. So it's great we got to go down and take a picture with Gavin. It's great to see listeners out here in person. We've been able to meet it's funny, we've also been able to meet some people who uh, have introduced themselves as their email handle, which is very right, helpful because right. we have some, whatever radio show you go to, you know, no matter how big, no matter how small, you've got your core group of emailers. You've got a core group of callers. And uh, and so it's great. There's like, we had a couple, we had a guy last week who explained it. I was like, oh, you, oh that's who you are. Yes, oh, I know who you are. Oh, you're that guy. You're Ryan. Oh, that's your email? Yeah. Oh, okay. And great. then there was Rachel, a.k.a. Raquel. Raquel. Fancy yes, Raquel. Like, yes. Anyway, but um, that time has come. I think I'm killing it in this game. Shall we play? I don't think you are, but we shall. All right. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. Yeah. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, yeah. the Big Zamboni. Zamboni. I want to see a yeah. Quickly to the caller who called in that was accidentally dropped. Please call in again. 651-641-1071. Call back in and you're going to play along with us or just keep calling and somebody's going to play along with us. Uh, today is a special day because it's brought to you by uh, 191 Virtual Academy. The College of Pop Culture Knowledge uh, wants to remind you to Google 191 Virtual Academy to learn more about supporting your child's passion Ooh. and purpose. Thank you. It's also a very special day today because someone we love on this show has a birthday today. Her name is Shania Twain. Ooh. Oh. I thought he was going to accidentally say it was Donna's birthday today. She's got a birthday later this week. No. Fellow Virgos. Oh, yes. My girl. All right. Any how guess? Cool. We always like to, on the celebrity birthdays, guess how sure. old they are. 58. That's a pretty good one. I'm going to go just a smidge older. I'm going to say 61. No. One of you got it exactly right. It is 58. Woo! Nicely Thank done. Thank you. Nice. She's my girl. Oh. 
company. So again, Shania Twain is our category today for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, and our phone uh, situation is, uh, I'm being told right now, uh, we're still looking for a player. Oh, okay. There's something going Wonderful. on. Wonderful. Hey, All by right. the way, we have, a, we have a, um, a, a different prize oh, yes. this week. We have got a pair of run-of-engagement movie passes to My Big Fat Greek Wedding 3, Written and directed by the star of the original, Nia oh, Vardalos. That's wow. going to be returning to theaters on September 8th. And so uh, you get some movie passes, which is fun. Love it. Love a good movie. Uh, do I, I will say this to whoever calls in to, uh, to be a lifeline. If you like helping an underdog, Shania Twain is not my wheelhouse. This is obviously going to go Donna's way. And so if you want to be uh, a maybe, part maybe not. of a, a, an unexpected victory, we could do something special. Think back to like the Miracle on Ice from the, what was it, 84 Olympics. You could do that if you side with me today. Heidi has saved us. She has called in and is going to be All playing right. along. I don't know what was going on with the phone, but Heidi, are you there? Hi, Heidi. Hello. How Hi. are you? Boy, Heidi, well. sound. Oh, we're doing well. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate you uh, helping us out here. Uh, our topic today, Heidi, is Shania Twain. And you can choose Don or you can choose me, but since I have a microphone in front of my face, I just want to tell you it would be an honor and a privilege for me to team up with you today and do this. I think we could do it together. Who do you want to go with? I'm sorry, Steve. I'm going with Donna. <laughs> All right, great. I knew it every path. time. Yay, Heidi, I might need your help because it depends no on the, the line of questioning. I will just it's say, Don has been on quite a run recently. 88 to 84 is where Ooh, we sit. Oh, close You're that one gap. win away close from really gap. closing that gap. It's amazing. Uh, again, today's uh, College of Pop Culture Knowledge is all about Shania Twain. I believe uh, Steve has found a quiet. dark, quiet room to sit okay. in. And uh, are you ready to do it? I'm ready. All right, Heidi, we're going to put you back on hold. And again, you just hang out. And uh, once uh, Donna gets done, we can uh, come back to you and see if you want to ch change or help or do whatever. So are you ready here, Donna? I think so. Well, let's get it going with this one here. Dexie's Midnight Runners would say, come on, if you can't tell me Shania's birth name. Uh, it is Eileen. Her Name her Grammy-winning album that shares its name with Britney's upcoming memoir. That is called The Woman in Me. Shania never hit number one on the Hot 100 chart, but did get to number two with this 98 autobiographical song responding to criticism of her then-husband. You're 90. still the one. All right. Still, you're st still the one, I think. I don't know. I don't, can you repeat that question? Uh, 98, it got to number two on the Hot 100 charts, responding to criticism of her then-husband. I, th I think that might be right. Let's see what Heidi thinks. All right. Uh, Heidi, we'll go ahead and uh, bring you back on here. Uh, and how would you feel like uh, Donna did there on those answers? Heidi, Heidi, Heidi. Hi. Yeah, I think she did great. You think she did great? All righty. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, then we'll put Heidi back on hold, and we'll bring Steve back on out here as we are playing the College of Pop Culture Knowledge today. Again, Shania Twain is our theme. I had so many opportunities to cheat back there, and I did not. I held my ears. The whole, you know what I did? I held my ears, and I had to push them in and out. You know what mm, I'm saying? Yeah. And it just makes like a wow, Thank wow, you. Wow, 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 wow. Thanks, Steve. There are speakers all over that place. Thanks for your honesty and integrity. Donna, you're welcome. Shania Twain. This is going to go terribly. By the way, when you stepped aside, I reminded everyone of the score. 88 wins for you, 84 for Donna. Ooh, okay. Somebody is closing the gap a little bit. Let's Creeping see if she can up. close it even further. Creeping up. I'm hungry. Well, let's get it started with this one. Dexie's Midnight Runners would say, come on, if you can't tell me Shania's birth name. 
pass. Name her Grammy-winning album that shares its name with Britney's upcoming memoir. It's Britney, bitch. Shania never hit number one on the Hot 100 chart, but did get to number two with this 98 autobiographical song responding to criticism of her then-husband. Man, I feel like a woman. Her real name is Darlene. And the Grammy-winning album shares its name with Britney's upcoming memoir. You got nine seconds. That is, um... Uh, uh, I'm going to stick with all my answers. I feel pretty good about them. <laughs> all right, let's run through these here. This is unfair. I would like to file a complaint this with first, the Gaming Commission. For the record, this first one is not a Shania Twain question. It's a Dexy's Midnight Runners question, basically, because the first question is, Dexy's Midnight Runners would say, come on, if you can't tell me Shania's birth name. Eileen. Yeah. Oh, Shnikes. Yeah. Did you get it, Donna? Yeah. Donna got it. Come Why did you on, just Eileen? Oh, yeah, right, right. I don't know. I was just in a tailspin. I was thinking about gravy. I knew it. I didn't even pick up on the Dexy's Midnight oh, Runners yeah. thing. Okay. Uh, we'll move on to the next one. Name her Grammy-winning album that shares its name with Britney's upcoming memoir. It's Britney, bitch, is your answer, I that's believe. That's correct. Okay, I don't think that's right. Yeah. Um, the correct answer is The Woman in Me, which is exactly the answer Donna gave. The Woo! Woman in Me? That is the name of the album. It's also the name of the upcoming memoir from Britney Spears. All right. Well, it the all comes down me. to that. Uh, it did come down to that. Yeah, the, the wind's been decided here at this point. Let's move on to the final one. Shania never hit number one on the Hot 100 chart. She did get to number two, though, with this 98 autobiographical song. Responding to criticism of her then-husband, you're exactly right. Yes! You're still the one Woo! is the name of the song. Uh, all right. Yeah. I would like to. Congratulations, Thank Donna. You. Yeah. Everybody's happy for That's a three for three. Yay. Thank you. Uh, Heidi, way to go. You just won uh, movie passes to my Big Fat Greek Wedding 3. Perfect. Thank you. Great job. Are you yeah, good job, Donna. Thank you. Heidi, have the best day ever. I'm headed to the fair right now. So oh, well, come and see us. Oh, it's a beautiful day us. out here. Beautiful day. It's very breezy. Yeah. At least where I am. I have a fan right on me. Uh, hey, here, Heidi, stay on the line. Now, listen. I'm just don't don't no, say no. Not, just don't we're say not no. Doing double or nothing. Donna, no, think about this for a second. Homie, don't play that. Listen, <laughs> it's Shania Twain. No. You could get two for the price of one. No. Why are you fake know, tiebreaker? Let's do it. Fake tiebreaker. Here we go. You're no fun. Shania had a unique duet hit in 2004 titled "Party for Two. It's unique because there were two different versions re versions released. One country, one pop. Hmm. Name either duet partner. Donna. The okay. Billy Currington. Billy Currington is correct. Yes! There you go. Could I was going to continue the question by okay. saying the country version was with this Good Direction singer, and the pop version was this frontman from Sugar Ray. Oh. Mark McGrath. Yeah, she did wow. one with both versions. One was released internationally and on the pop uh, charts. The other one was country. How about that? How there about that? Party wow. for two. Good game, Steve. Okay, Great job, Donna. Mike, as usual. Great job. Um, you. You very got a creative questions. I do have a tip, and if it uh, would be okay, I would like to make it official. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 This is a quick one. It's very quick. I saw it in passing. It was a 15-second video. I didn't read the description or anything. A quick tip. Okay. Make your whites whiter, and I bet this would work for any kind of stained clothing that you have. Hmm. But on a rag, 
put Dawn dish soap in. Put your normal detergent in. Put Dawn dish soap on one of the garments. Like, like a, a little rag. or a lot? Like here. Yes, like a... Oh, wow. That's a lot. That like bubbles. That really bubbles. Like you're, uh, you know, ketchuping a hot dog. You know okay. what I'm saying? All right. You do that. You put it in. Say mustard. Next and time. it's added. Nobody likes ketchup. Donna, you have. Those people are not trustworthy. You, your food opinions. Garbage you have to understand. people. Nobody wants ketchup. Don't on call their... people who like ketchup garbage people, Donna. <laughs> We're trying to win new listeners. There are people passing by. They've never heard us before. And now they're saying, you know, that lady just said, if you like ketchup, you're a garbage person. No, I love ketchup. Just don't put it on a hot dog. What's the matter with you? Thank you. Back to my tip. You put Dawn dish soap on, stain fighter, and it's, it's going to get those whites whiter, but I think it's going to get any kind of a stain out. I've actually seen two Dawn dish soap hacks recently that are like saying, add a little bit to your laundry. Look. All right, I'm going to try that. Try That's it. great. Uh, you, you know, the other hack is um, when, you know when you get red sauce stains on your Tupperware? Yes. Amazing. You rip the paper towel. Right? Yes, you take yes. a paper towel, rip it into strips, Yes. put a little warm water, throw the paper towel strips into your Tupperware, dawn, shake, gone, instantly, gone, no red stains. That's really remarkable. Because, you know, they use it on the baby dogs from the Exxon thing. Oh, yeah. Remember when all the ducks had, like, oil slick all over them and they were trying to save them? Dawn is what saved those birds. There was an episode of Saved by the Bell where they wanted big oil came in and they said, hey, here's what we're going to do to the Bayside High School campus. And Donna, everybody was excited because of the new things that were coming, like a bigger, better gymnasium, etc. And guess what happened? There was an oil spill. Oh, no. And guess what there was? An oil-covered goose that they had already become friends with. Oh. And now they had to take care of this thing. If they would have had Dawn dish soap. So I know what you're talking about. Did it survive? It did. All right. Good talk. Uh, when we come back, Mike saw a movie over the weekend. He's going to give us his review of that. I checked out a new show that I surprisingly liked. Okay. I'll tell you about that and more when we come right back live from the fair on my talk. And we're back. I'm going to quit if I don't eat poutine soon. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071. I'm going to end my career in broadcasting over tater top poutine. <laughs> wow. I'm willing to do it. Wow. First world problems. Donna. What? I Why don't you eat before it. you get here? I'm hungry. I did. That was hours ago. Oh, sorry. Well, I isn't your so isn't hungry. your bride coming out? She should get you something. Yeah, she's somewhere on the fairgrounds right now. Although maybe a pro move is not to say, "Hey, did you finally find parking with the four kids?" And can, can you, get you get go me stand on the line and get me food, Donna? Maybe yeah. that's. Okay, Not all the right. the best move. I don't know. You have no problem asking anyone around here who's That's working. That's correct. <laughs> I'm hungry. This story better be good because your head is turning into a tater tot right now. <laughs> well, we're going to get to Mike's review. I just wanted to very quickly tell you that I checked out a show called, I think you may have talked about it in your dirt alert, Mike. Uh, it's called Killing It. Oh, yeah. And it's on Peacock. And it stars Craig Robinson from The Office. I've seen this advertised, yeah. It is laugh-out-loud funny. He's really funny. It's good. I mean, he's had another show that I don't think had the success um, that it could have. But this is about, like, a guy who's down on his luck. He's divorced. He's looking for a loan. 
So he keeps trying to go to a bank. He keeps trying to figure out how he could come up with $20,000. He wants to start a business that would provide treatment for prostate issues. Okay. And he he wants to buy this, like, there's some kind of berry or something that's supposed to help with this. And he thinks he could get rich by doing this. But he ends up hooking up with this woman who is Australian and an Uber driver, very Ted Lasso-ish. You know, that kind of outlook... Yeah. That glass half full. Is kind murder of involved in this? Not yet. Not okay, yet. Okay, so this is like, oh, like killing it. Just like, oh, you're killing yeah, it. Yeah, you're killing it, dude. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I thought he was going to start murdering people for money or, or becoming a hitman or oh, something. Oh, well, like that. We d- if he does, we don't know. I don't know that yet. I only watched three episodes. But it is, sometimes it's, it's raunchy, but in the funniest way where you're like, oh my God, why? Why? You know, Ted Lasso gets away with stuff too. You mentioned the Ted Lasso vibe. Like, there is a ton of cursing in Ted Lasso. Yeah. But there's like almost a charm to it that like a Scorsese yes. film does not have, for right. instance. Right, you know right, what I mean? right. So like, I get what you mean. Like, there's some raunchy moments that are for a laugh and they actually work. Sure. You know, and like some shocking moments where you're like, oh, thank God they dodged that. And then you're like, no! You know, it's very, very funny. Um, It's kind of like an unlikely buddy kind of flick. You know, like these two people that you'd never put together who become friends and become, you know, it's just like a buddy rom-com sort of. It's very good. Very good. It's called Killing It. It's on Peacock. And it's my new Ted Lasso, my new... Somebody somewhere, which was another one of my favorites. Maybe I need to check that out. I think some, you I, might I actually like, like it. I love Craig Robinson from The Office. Another plug for you to watch The Office. Donna. Got it. It's so great. And remember, if I may very briefly just say, when I watched um, or when I was interviewing the the cast of Hot Tub Time Machine when that movie came out, and Craig Robinson was in that. Sorry, name dropped drop. a name. And at one point, I was I was talking to four people. Um, John Cusack was one of them. Uh, and Craig Robinson was one of the others. I'm forgetting the other two guys' names. Rob Corddry, maybe, and somebody else. Anyway, okay. at one point, I'm talking to all four of them at one time, and you only have like five minutes in there with them. And I just looked over, and I was like, Craig Robinson is kind of like staring me down right now. So we go through, and we're chatting, and everybody's fun. And then, so I said, I said, Craig, you are really like staring at me right now. Like, is there, do we need to hash something out right now? And because uh, I said, it kind of looks like, and I think he said, I want to fight you. If I'm remembering this correctly, I'd have to find the video somewhere. But then I said, what do we need to do to, to, to not go there? And I think he's... Uh, i got to find this tape now because now this all sounds totally made up like I dreamt it. But he said, uh, like, you need to take your shirt off and then we'll be cool. And then <laughs> I start, like, fully take, like undressing. And then he stops me midway after I got things off and had, like, a tie loosened up and all that. And then we hugged. And that was after John Cusack gave me some of his lidocaine when I entered the room. Why? I said, hey, what's that? And he said, it's lidocaine. Do you want some? It makes your mouth numb. And I said, okay. <laughs> this is the kind of journalist I was. Wow. Hard hitting. Isn't it crazy what, what stars walk around with? I was uh, hanging out with He had just the... had dental stuff. Oh, got done. it. Done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was hanging out with a couple of guys. Uh, one of them used to be in um, uh, Skinnerd, and the other okay. one used to be in uh, 38 <laughs> Special. And, okay, uh, fun. He walks around with... Um, um, what do you call that stuff that you put on acne? Like acne cream? Yeah, yeah. What, what's it called? 
Do you I don't know, know what's the, the scientific God, name for it? No, there's a brand name. Oh, Clearasil? Yes, he was walking around with Clearasil. And I was like, what are you doing with Clearasil? He's like, I always walk around with it. I said, why? He's like, just in case. I'm like, you're like a 57-year-old man. It's you happening. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, and I get breakouts. Oh, anyway. like, okay. Right. So I accept your name drop. and Thank you. I want more name drops name from drops. you. We want more name right. drops from you. Name drops I'll are fun. I'll work on it. I'll work on it. All right. Uh, Mike yeah. saw a movie. A new movie at that. Mm -hmm. Did check opening out, weekend? Yeah, Gran Turismo. Saw that one, so I was really excited about it because uh, if you don't know the backstory of it, there's a game called Gran Turismo. Got it's it. been on PlayStation yes. for years. years. Yeah, and fun. basically, this guy named Jan Martinborough lived out my dream because when I was playing that game, I in my head, I love racing. I've always loved racing. I'm like, oh, this would be so cool if like somehow I could like translate. This. You need a ton of money to be a part of like GT racing and Formula One, that whole thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, essentially, what happened is this: it's this kid who was in uh, Cardiff uh, in in, uh, in London or in uh, England and he's racing on this system and he gets so good at the game that he gets invited to a 90,000 participant competition to pick a team of sim drivers because they, they don't call it a video game it's a simulation okay. of sim drivers to compete and try to actually drive a car and this is the story of that. And it's a true story. Oh, it's based fun. on a true story. There are some elements that are a little stretched further than others. But sure. uh, it's uh, Orlando Bloom, David Harbour, uh, Archie Medekwe is the uh, guy who stars as Jan Martinborough. And uh, it's very good. When I saw the trailer for this in the theater a while ago, I thought, well, I knew Gran Turismo, so yeah. that sort of hit like a nostalgic chord going through and picking your car at the beginning sure. of the Gran Turismo yes. race. So fun. But then I watched the trailer and I thought, that seems interesting. That's yeah. and I wasn't aware of that story. I didn't know sure. that it was that it was based on a true story until I was watching it. And I thought that's a really cool concept. So I I thought it, did it it won at the box office this weekend just barely seventeen point three yeah, yeah okay, it barely snuck barely out to get Barbie. the top movies. So. You know, in middle of August is kind of a tough time at the box office anyway. The dog days of summer are in full effect. Um, but like uh, one to ten, what would you rate it? Um, I would give it like a good. I'm not surprised. So like Rotten Tomatoes has it as a 61 by critics, and then audience score is 98. Oh, oh wow! Because oh, wow. it's that's one really of those good. movies that if you look at it and say, "Oh, I think that's going to be a good movie," you're going to go to it and you're going to love it. Yep. Because it's, it's exactly what you it's exactly what you think it's going to be. The one thing I would say for me, it needed to be edited like 30 minutes out of it. It's oh, oh is it really? But I love racing. So, but they really dive into it. They do some really cool cutscenes where he's driving the car, and then all of a sudden. In the car while he's driving deconstructs and you see him back in his room racing the same course oh, and the way cool. they do that with the visual effects is really really fun and uh, but again i just think they could have cut it down quite a bit who directed it anybody of note um he did uh oh my gosh he did district nine um oh, that was a good movie that was a good movie neil district bloomkamp nine. is uh the guy okay yep all right. In Wasn't there supposed now? to be a, a there was supposed to be a sequel to District Nine? I remember because I was hyped on that movie. It that came was out, good. and I thought they were going to do it. If you have not watched District Nine and you like sci-fi sort of Alien dystopian type of stuff, kind yeah. of stuff, um, you would dig that. Maybe I'll have details on that in the Dirt Alert because there was an update a couple of days ago. What the really? Yes. Oh, well, uh, what else right. do we want him to do a Dirt Alert on? Let's just <laughs> I say don't it. Know. Um, uh, all right, Mike's got a dirt alert on the way, um, and then I've got some stories. Meghan Markle can make a million dollars per Instagram post. There's only one problem. We'll dig into what that is uh, when we return. It is the Donna and Steve Experience live at the Minnesota State Fair. Thanks for hanging.